move to make cursive mandatory in public schools. And Governor Shapiro hears from people who want him to get tougher on fracking. Welcome to the Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. Support for the Morning Agenda comes from the City of Lancaster, helping to create a magical holiday season in Lancaster City by offering shopping from nearly 150 small businesses to find gifts for friends and family. More details at visitlancastercity.com. It's Friday, December 22nd, and this is being recorded at 10 a.m. I'm Randy Parker, in for Tim Lambert today, and I'm your host on this daily trip around the region's top stories. Let's get started. An author named S.A. Potter published a book in 1868 called Penmanship Explained. It was, the author claimed, a scientific how-to about writing in cursive. Without a uniformed lithographed system of penmanship, one passage reads, our graded schools are but little in advance of the unclassified schools of other days. Some state legislators today feel the same vibe. They're looking to make cursive mandatory in public schools. My colleague Ben Wasserstein reports this would make Pennsylvania the 21st state with cursive in the curriculum. For Joe Adams, penmanship matters. The Wayne County Republican is sponsoring legislation making cursive instruction mandatory in public schools. Studies have shown cursive to boost a child's learning capability and fine motor skills development. Additionally, it is how old legal documents, including the founding papers of the United States, were written. Adams says people have messaged him regarding the younger generation's lack of cursive knowledge. You know, called me and says, I have a 12-year-old granddaughter and a 17-year-old grandson. They can't read my notes that I write them, and they can't sign their name. I took my grandson to get his driver's license, and he couldn't sign, didn't know how to sign his name. Democratic co-sponsor Joe Cerisi of Montgomery County says cursive helps nail down the basic elements of the English language. So it's important to know how to write, and it's also important to know how to read it. Uh, and I think that we've gotten away from a lot of these things. We've gotten away really from the language of the arts that we live in, you know, and humanity. Uh, and I think this is a good thing for kids to be able to write. Maybe more than a good thing, if you agree with Potter, who said, writing is akin to music. Like music, it is a subtle science as well as an exquisite art. Environmental groups are pressing Governor Josh Shapiro to follow through on promises to crack down on the fracking industry at demonstrations in Pittsburgh and in Harrisburg, Reed Frazier, with our partner, the Allegheny Front, reports. Last month, Shapiro announced the Department of Environmental Protection would draw up new regulations on the fracking industry. But he also announced the state was partnering with the gas driller CNX to study pollution at two of the company's gas wells to determine the need for stronger regulation. The groups say the time for new regulations is now. They say there are enough studies that have found links between fracking and health effects like cancer and asthma, including two studies funded by the Department of Health. Laura Dagley with Physicians for Social Responsibility was at the Pittsburgh demonstration. There are a lot of studies out there, like the ones um, paid for by the state are showing significant health harms, and um, plus dozens of other ones done in the past, and that should be enough to take action now. Shapiro has said the new regulations will also focus on chemical disclosure, curtailing emissions of methane, and increasing pipeline regulations. Jillian Graber of the group Protect PT was at the Pittsburgh demonstration. 
She said the state should expand current setback rules for oil and gas wells from homes, schools, and rivers and streams. I would like to have the DEP have new regulations um, increasing the distance between waterways and well pads. Um, increasing the distance between waterways and well pads actually will increase also the distance between people and well pads. A similar protest took place last month in Harrisburg. Families who live near fracking in Washington County criticized an agreement Shapiro made for a driller to voluntarily follow recommendations from a 2020 grand jury report about fracking and negative public health effects. A reminder that you can find The Morning Agenda wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can also find us on the WITF YouTube channel. This morning, as we do every day, we went through about a dozen news sites in central Pennsylvania and found a few stories to put on your radar because they cover issues that might impact you and your community in the future. Here's what you need to know. The White House says President Biden believes serious scrutiny is warranted for the planned acquisition of Pittsburgh-based U.S. steel by Japan's Nippon Steel. The transaction is drawing alarm for the Steelworkers Union and others, including the state's two U.S. senators. Biden says a close look at the deal is necessary, even for a close ally such as Japan. A White House official indicated the deal would be reviewed by the Secretive Committee on Foreign Investment, which includes economic and national security agency representatives. Our sister newsroom, LNP Lancaster Online, is dealing with complications arising from a cyber attack on its website. LNP's Brett Schultes reports a criminal cyber attack known as a distributed denial of service targeted LancasterOnline.com on Tuesday. Readers could not open stories on the news website, publication to the mobile app was interrupted, and advertisers were unable to purchase ads. But no personal information from subscribers and site visitors was compromised. The problem was resolved by approximately 5.45 p.m. Tuesday. Pennsylvania has some new laws that will take effect in 2024. Our partners at ABC 27 have a roundup of some of them, they include that dogs have to be licensed when they're bought or adopted, and when they are three months old, whichever comes first. Also, someone who steals mail or packages from someone else could now be charged with a felony, depending on the value of what they stole. And medical marijuana growers will now be able to sell their product in the state. Previously, some could sell directly to patients, and some could not. That does it for The Morning Agenda, a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. Support for The Morning Agenda comes from the City of Lancaster, helping to create a magical holiday season in Lancaster City by offering shopping from nearly 150 small businesses to help you find gifts for friends and family. More details at visitlancastercity.com. For sound engineer Joe Ulrich, I'm Randy Parker, sitting in for Tim Lambert. After today, the morning agenda takes a break for the holidays, but Tim will be back on January 2nd. Until then, happy holidays and be well. Be well.